Hello and welcome to The Shift with Zara Charm. My name is Zara and I am here with the ever so wonderful Jaree Cotman. She is a licensed clinical social worker and integrative mental health therapist. And we are here to talk about health and food and all of the things in the mind-body connection and all of the things connected. But I first want to jump straight into it. Hi, Jaree. How are you? Hello, lovely. Thank you for uh, having me. I'm so glad to share to share my community with you because you're absolutely amazing and I love you. Tell the people a little bit about you, who you are, what you do, and just give it all to us. Okay, thank you, thank you. Um, so as introduced, I'm Jaree Cotman. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, integrative mental health therapist, and I'm the owner of Afia Counseling and Wellness Services. And so Afia is a Swahili word that means complete wellness. And that's my hope, my goal, my vision for people that I come in contact with, for myself, for my family, for my community, uh, for people to be completely well. Um, and so when I talk about being completely well, it's understanding being mentally well, emotionally well, physically well, and being able to understand the relationship between all of those things and the role that we can actively play in that. So um, I'm also a mother um, a friend, a sister, auntie, amongst many other things. Um, and I take all of those things very seriously um, because they do matter to me. Yes, I love it. I love Jury, everybody. <laughs> Jury is absolutely amazing. She's an absolutely amazing human being. I just wanted to, I want to share her light, her information, all of that with y'all because listen, Jury is that girl. So, um, listen, one, some people are just magic and that is you. So, that is why I, so happily said, <laughs> yes, let's do this. Oh, thanks, Buki. Yes. <laughs> so one thing that I have, um, and one thing that I wanted to bring together, bring us together to discuss is food. And so in my hypnosis practice, I've been helping people specifically with sugar, helping people um, cut sugar out of their diets and cut it out of their lives. And people are seeing big huge changes already. Um, one client, all we did was focus on reducing her sugar. All we did was get rid of her Starbucks drinks in the morning. That's all we did. We just cut her Starbucks completely out. And in four months, she's lost 25 pounds. She hasn't done anything except for cut Starbucks in the morning. And so um, it's, it's crazy how much sugar has an impact on our lives. And it's not just about sugar. It's just about eating in general and how it affects our body and our mind. And so I just want to jump straight into it. Um, do you believe that food has an impact on your mood and mental health? And can you explain how so? Yeah, absolutely. Um, one thing that I say to people all the time is that it is a two-way street. Um, it is bi-directional information that gets exchanged. So when we're talking about food and mood, so it's not only that our food impacts how we feel, but what how we feel can impact what we eat and how we how we digest it. Um, and so stress, if you don't know, wreaks havoc on our gut. And our gut is known as our second brain. Um, and because there's so much information that gets processed in our digestive system. Uh, and so when we are under stress, when the body is perceiving stress and feeling that, um, our digestive system is not working at its full capacity. It's not working at its peak. Um, and so you can eat all of the healthy things. Um, you can have a, a relatively balanced diet, but if your body is experiencing stress, it's not going to be able to absorb the nutrients. It's not going to be able to properly digest any of that. And on the other side of that, again, if you're feeling stressed, if you're feeling overwhelmed, or maybe some other set of emotions, the 
that can also impact what you end up what you end up choosing your food choices, um, and some of that may not be have long lasting positive effects on the body. And it's so important to be able to pay attention and tune in to what exactly is happening in the body so that you might be able to have a better sense of control over that. Um, life is crazy, right? The world is oftentimes in shambles. And Absolutely. what do we do with that, right? We can't control everything that's happening outside in the world, but we can control and manage parts of what's happening in our own world. And that can include what we put in our body. And that's just a small way that we can practice gaining a little bit more control, gaining a better handle on stress, gaining a better handle on, on life in general. So that's that's how I perceive it. Um, and oftentimes those are the conversations that are coming up um, with my clients, whether they're in individual clients one-on-one or even in group settings. Those are the things that we end up talking about. Yeah. What are some common emotional triggers that can lead to unhealthy eating, overeating, whatever it may be, just um, mm. balance in your food intake? Yeah. Um, well, one that, that really just sort of just screamed in my head as soon as you said like emotional experience, I was like grief, right? Grief is so mm. big. Um, I wish was sharing um, with Zara, I just spent some time with my family today. And I think about not just who's present with us, but also the people who weren't present, um, the people that we've lost over the years. Um, the last time that we got together for this particular type of event, um, you know, some there were some faces that were there last time that were not there this time. Um, and even just thinking back, you know, over the years, like, you know, we, we, we're losing people. Um, yeah. And we just survived the whole pandemic and that's still happening. Um, and we've, we've lost some folks along the way. And so grief is a huge uh, emotional trigger. And it's so it's such a natural experience. We cannot expect it, grief to not happen uh, and, and for us to not experience the impact of loss. And so when we think about losing certain people, losing loved ones, um, it impacts our entire body. It's a, it's a full body experience. And so oftentimes we're seeking comfort. We want comfort. We want to feel better. Um, and sometimes that instant way of feeling better is maybe some comfort food. Maybe it's a meal that reminds you of a loved one. Maybe it is um, sugar, right? Because sugar hits that pleasure center in the brain. Oh, good too. <laughs> and it's like, Oof, let's do it. Let's let's go for it. You know, you get that rush, you get that hit, and it feels good. Um, and then you're met with the reality that that loss is still there. That's still yeah. present. So that's a huge one. Um, stress is just kind of like a, a general blanket term that I'll use for um, anything that's going to cause some some discord, some disconnect um, on your nervous system. So stress is, is a big one that may Im impact. Um, but there's a whole wheel of emotions. Um, and each one of them can be connected with some physical sensations as well as some triggers to move us toward um, some food choices that may work for us or that may not. Absolutely. Listen, mm -hmm. we're talking about grief and we talk about those those recipes that get passed down from my auntie, yes. from my yes. and it's the, the pineapple upside down cake and mm -hmm. then the sugar cookie, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. They pass it down and we think and we like, oh well, auntie made this and we eat it, and then we're like, my auntie's gone. Yes. <laughs> and then yeah. it's it's hard. It's hard for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, sometimes the 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 longing 
um, can just draw us towards certain things. And so I don't, I, I, I'm not someone who does food shaming, right? I'm not, I'm not the food police. Um, I'm not going to be like, hey, put that thing down, right? Uh, but if we have a professional working relationship together, what I and do is I invite people to sort of check in with themselves about what it is that they're really wanting and really needing. Um, and this is something that I, I sometimes have to do for myself, especially when it seems like a craving is coming out of nowhere. Um, it's like, why do you want that? Well, what is it that you really need? What are you really craving? What are you really wanting? Um, and so being able to take those moments to check in with our bodies and check in with ourselves, um, they can be really powerful experience and providing so much insight. Mm, that was going to be my next question. Mm -hmm. So I'm getting this feeling. I'm getting this feeling. Oh, I want to eat this. I want to do that. And these cravings are hitting me. How do I better tune it? How do I tune into my body a little better so I know how to manage my cravings or manage my desires for certain foods? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the main way that um, I encourage people to do that is just being able to practice some mindfulness. Um, and mindfulness is really um, a very simple process, which is about being in the present moment. It's having awareness and curiosity um, and being aware with curiosity and kindness. So even if you notice that I really want this thing or I'm really wanting or needing this or craving that, that it's not about now judging um, or, or placing blame upon what is happening, but it's really just to provide some insight and some understanding for your experience. Um, so really simple um, things like pausing, you know, before you consume a meal, um, pausing before you even get to the meal, right? To slow down and listen to yourself and ask yourself about what's happening, you know, just do, even doing a system check. Um, and, um, and a system check really is a, is a, a four-part acronym that I'd like to share with people. Um, and it's called HALT. Very easy to remember, HALT. Um, and so not making big major decisions when you're either hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. That's the Woo! acronym. Hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. And that's a really powerful mindful practice. So you don't have to go into deep meditation, sit cross-legged on the floor and, you know, try to slow down or still all of the thoughts and feelings that are going through your body, but really just to make that space to pause and check in with yourself. Um, it, I, I, could, I could probably share countless examples of how that has been um, a powerful practice, um, but I'll, I'll use myself as an example uh, of recognizing that there was um, a time where I too had, had the, the Starbucks drinks had me in a chokehold, right? Like just, <laughs> I'm just building up this pattern of like, I just want to keep going and doing this thing. Um, but there was one particular morning where I was, one, realizing that I was reloading my Starbucks card once again for I don't know how many times that week, right? Because I tried to put too much money on it because then they make you want to spend and, you know, it's a whole yeah. thing. So, so I had to pause myself and I said, wait a minute, what's going on that you are reaching for this drink once again this week? Um, and what was happening was that it was giving me that boost in the morning 
um, during a time where rape, maybe things were not feeling so settled for me. Mm. Um, things were probably feeling a little bit more chaotic, but there was this one thing that I could count on and that was this drink. Um, and I knew I was going to enjoy it and it was going to feel good. And, um, it was summertime. It was a cold drink, like all of these things, like all of these factors. And so it made me pause and, um, it made me stop. It made me hydrate myself first, um, before going to that. And, and then saying, if that's something that you really want, then you can have it, but it doesn't have to be a decision that's rooted in these deep emotions and also, if you're feeling like life is a little bit out of control, what is something that you can do to regain a sense of control? Absolutely. So these things can go deep, right? Just like this one moment of pause opens up so many different insights about, oh, this is what's really going on with me. Because you thought it was just Starbucks. Right. Because and we sometimes think it's just, it's a little, it's just Starbucks. It's not Right. Just it's just Starbucks. <laughs> no big deal it's just starbucks but oh also you're feeling out of control around work your relationship is unstable you feel like you don't quite have a handle on parenting um you're trying to figure out this entrepreneur uh lifestyle all of these things i'm telling on myself i'm just saying like <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh it's not just starbucks it's all of that so and it's relatable. Some of that you can manage. And because it's relatable, it's mm -hmm. it's it's something that we all do in our own way for different things. We have to really, it's that mindfulness practice, it's that sitting right there in that moment and being present and being like, why do I really want this? Mm -hmm. What else is surrounding me that I'm like, this is what I want. One thing that I personally started doing, um, I did it for like two, three weeks. I would eat in silence. Because I would eat while I was watching TV yes. or I would eat while I'm on the phone or doing something else. And so I'm not mindfully eating. So I'm just eating just to eat without even having an understanding of, am I full? Is this even good to me? I'm yes. just eating yes. just to eat. And right. so for two weeks, I did that practice of just eating in silence and being like, I don't even want this. This is, a, I've been eating, I've been overeating or mm -hmm. I need more of this because this makes me feel better. So that's just something that I personally have been doing, but that halt is real. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Like just slow down a little bit. Maybe every meal can't be that way. Um, and I love that eating in silence. Um, I, I did that recently. I, I feel like I, I even shared a video, a reposted a video maybe a, a month or two ago um, of a woman talking about her experience of doing that because there's so much chatter. There's so much like stuff happening around us. Um, and even sometimes I'll like, I catch my children like trying to do like devices while they're eating. And I'm just like, no. No, we have enough noise. Like, just be in this moment. Like, create this experience for yourself. And that in and of itself has a positive impact on your digestive system. It helps you relax. It helps you to feel it more. It helps you to experience it more. And for you to be able to really um, absorb everything that you need from that. So it the, the impact goes way beyond just that moment. Absolutely. Listen, and... How can we jumpstart our digestive system? We started talking about digestive systems a little bit. How can we, all right, our digestive system is a little slow. Our metabolism is a little bit slow. How can mindfulness also impact our digestive system? And how can we get that, get it going? Let's get it going. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So I have probably a, a few tips. Um, and I always say, right, like you're, you are your best expert, right. Of your body, of your condition, uh, understanding who you are, your own makeup. Um, so if anything that I say goes against <laughs> anything that you feel and you know, that is true in your body, like you don't have to accept it as like, you know, the gospel truth, right? Oh, um, I love that you said that. I love that you said that so much, Fred. I do. All right, yes. go ahead. <laughs> I, I mean, that, that is how I do. That's how I start things, right? Because that I don't know everything. I don't know all the conditions that exist out there. I'm here. I got my my jug of water, right? Come I'm on, like, come on. Drink a gallon of water a day. Meanwhile, there are people who have health conditions that cannot drink more than like 40 ounces a day. I did not know that until like mm -hmm. within the last year. I'm like mind blown, right? So I think hydration is so critical. Um, and so being able to hydrate, making sure that you have enough fluids in your body to even just keep things moving is so important. So, right, like I'm like, drink your gallon, but drink what is like your, your, your capacity. What's for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I want to point out that our hydration doesn't just have to come in the form of water. We can hydrate with our food, right? We have foods that are, are, are high, um, in, in, in water, uh, soluble fiber, um, watermelon, cucumber, um, things that are, are, are water rich in that way. Like all of the melons are wonderful for that. Um, and so being able to eat a diet that is like, I just say it's juicy and it just is, is hydrating from the inside out. That is something that I think is, is so important. And, and so Chris, so I'll start with that. I'll say, drink some water. Right. Um, Secondly, I, I say um, slow down and to breathe. Uh, when we take deep breaths, it relaxes our diaphragm and it brings um, a certain attunement and awareness into the body. And so through that slowing down, you might recognize there's more things that you need um, nutrient wise, um, health wise, all of that. Um, and then last, third thing I would say is like, eat a colorful diet, right? Eat something yeah. that looks good and that is like appealing to the eye that's rich in all of the naturally occurring, not not uh, unnatural, uh, Takis and things like that that are super <laughs> processed <laughs> and have really interesting colors, but they're not naturally occurring. Um, so eat, eat a diet that is, is beautiful and rich in color. So eat the rainbow um, is, is something that um, I encourage people to do often. And then when you get like this beautiful plate of all of these different colors and nutrients and all these things, you can look at it and feel good about it and, and be and feel good about what you're putting in your body. Yes. Yes. Eat the rainbow. Mm -hmm. um, something that I've learned um, through watching a couple of eating documentaries is to shop around the outside, mo get most of your um, foods from the outside of the grocery store instead of the inside. Because the inside, if you think about it, the outsides has your meats and your vegetables and your fruits and everything that can break down very quickly. Whereas in the center right. of the grocery store is where all the super processed foods are. And you got to think mm -hmm. about those dates, those expiration dates. They don't expire for two, three years. And so- yeah. You got to think about that. What's that doing inside your stomach? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How is your body 
processing that and then what nutrients are going in and then what's what's coming out well what's not coming out yeah what's not coming out we need the fiber we need the water um just to keep things keep things flowing that's what i say <laughs> real quick i'm gonna ask you how mm -hmm. often are we supposed to go and go to the bathroom Ooh, yeah. So this this is big, right? So part of my I'm 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 starting with a backstory to answer your question. Um, but as an integrative um, mental health therapist, I let people know at the intake during the consult call. Listen, if you're uncomfortable with me getting in your business, and I mean all your business. I might not be the person that you want to work with be a relationship because I'm gonna be asking about stuff. Okay, did when was the last time have you have you been going to the bathroom? And I mean elimination like urination and defecation. Like you have got to be relieving yourself, right? Because that is our body's way of letting go of the waste. Um, and so it, it's so it, there's so much wisdom that's held in that. Um, and so the truth is like, we should be going a couple of times a day because it's like taking the trash out. Um, and I actually learned some of this from um, a hydro colon hydrotherapist that I was going to um, and that I had received some services from. And so if, if you don't know, um, <laughs> colon hydrotherapy. I'm a fan, I am a fan, I love it, I love it. It's like a spiritual experience. It. it feels so good, Lord, you yeah. even 10 pounds lighter. Yeah, oh, I love it <laughs> in so many different ways, right? And so, so for those who don't know, um, it is just what it sounds like. There is cold, uh, there is water that goes into your colon to allow you to eliminate and release waste that may not easily come out otherwise. Um, so it's really about hydrating um, from the outside in and then so that you can fully, fully release. Um, and so one of the things that the colon hydrotherapist said was that it's like taking out the trash. And so imagine that over time, every time you eat something every day, the trash is just continuing to pile up and nobody's taking out the trash. That would get a little stinky. That might build up and that can cause some problems. I don't know about you, but I need to take my trash out very often because otherwise we're going to have a problem. <laughs> That's it. And, and, and it, when it makes you start going regularly, you start mm -hmm. to feel the difference in your body and how your body acts, how your body reacts. When you start to feel, whenever you get back in that space of it packing up, you're like, oh, this is, I feel heavy. I feel yeah. uncomfortable. You can feel the difference. Absolutely. And, and for me, what even sparked me to even go was that I, my, my body was under stress. Um, my body was under a lot of stress. Um, I was navigating um, the the end of a marriage. Um, I was it was the pandemic was happening. Um, there was like a, a, a very serious you know incident that occurred that had just sparked even more stress into my life. Navigating business, parenting, virtual school, in person learning, trying to maintain my own health, and I was like, what in the world is going on? Tried to do a juice fast. It helped, but maybe not. Like it didn't do everything they needed to do. But when I had that colon hydrotherapy session, it was like all the burdens of the world were like released from my body. I was like, I thought I was going regularly, but 
No, that wasn't, that wasn't it. So being able to partake in that, it helped me emotionally as well. And so then I was able to start doing even more of that, like emotional and mental work for myself so that mm -hmm. I could name it and really start moving in that direction of like whatever was next for me. That's beautiful, friend. Yeah. 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 It was big. <laughs> that <laughs> is beautiful. Yeah. I'm a fan of that colon hydrotherapy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like life has changed. So if you are not going to the bathroom a couple times a day, I would, I would say, yeah. And you're not in, and you're eating a couple times a day. Like I would say that's something that, that you should do. And then once you kickstart that process for yourself, you will begin to feel a difference in your body and knowing what regular normal elimination feels like in your body. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. um, so tell me, what foods do you eat on a regular basis that you would recommend other people eat also? Mm, okay. Um, so a couple of things. Um, so one of the one of the things that I have found to be really great for me, especially in the mornings, um, is fruit and most specifically um, berries. Uh, so I love having like some mixed berries, blueberries, strawberries, blackberries um, with some um, plant based yogurt and granola or sometimes just the fruit by itself. Um, because they contain antioxidants and they are naturally, it's like a natural sugar, um, that's not going to spike your blood sugar. Um, and it's going to be really good for just giving you, you know, a, a jump start to, to begin your day. So I love berries. Um, I love, uh, different types of greens. Um, the, the greens that I use most often, um, are kale, um, and arugula, uh, you, at any given moment, you will find either of those in my refrigerator um, because they um, can very easily be made into a salad or you can just add other things on top of it. And it's like, boom, simple meal. Um, and then also I love um, nuts as well because they contain mm -hmm. like healthy fat. Um, great for your brain because this brain of mine is going a lot. It's got a lot of stuff going on in there. So I need yeah. that. Um, to, to get me going. So, um, so those are things that are like most commonly, um, in my fridge, my pantry, um, somewhere I, I have like a, a bag of nuts at my desk where I work. Um, I got some berries literally right on the table in front of me. <laughs> yeah. So those are, those are things that I'm often consuming and, um, you know, they're, they're good. They're good for us overall. Listen, mm -hmm. listen, y'all. Jerry can cook. Okay. Jerry <laughs> Cook her tail off. Jerry is an amazing cook. And I want some of her food before I leave this earth. I want to try some of her cooking. Because I watch her and I'm just like, dang, that looks amazing. Thank <laughs> she clapping y'all on this food. And I'm just sitting there like, dang, I, I want to try that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jerry, you have a cookbook. You want to oh. talk a little bit about that? Yes. Yeah. So I mentioned that kale is one of those foods that I always have handy. And so um, I have found that, um, well, first of all, I make this kale salad that I've been making for years. And people always say, well, how do you make it? What's the dressing? What's the recipe? What's the this? What's that? And I've tried different variations of it. 
Um, and I don't, I don't even know if it's always the ingredients. I think it's the intention and the love that goes into it that makes a difference in how it feels. And so, um, given that kale has just been this staple for me and this constant, it just made sense that my, my first collection of recipes that I put together, uh, were all focused on kale. So, um, I created an ebook, uh, called Mind Body Kale, and there are five really simple recipes, um, of that are my favorite like not something that I like heard of or found but just things that I put together that I tested and I said I really like this um so you know a a kale smoothie that I love right it sounds crazy like "Mm, kale in a smoothie says "Mm, I don't know but listen (laughs) I had that kale smoothie and I put a little matcha green tea powder in it which has natural caffeine in it and it just gives you a boost and I'm like why do I not feel like I need a nap? What's going on, right? Like, what's happening? I'm like, oh, right, because of what I started my day with, how I charged myself up to start. Um, and so I have this ebook that I created along with just some mindful practices. It's really along the same lines of these things that we're talking about um, that can really just be a kickstart um, guide for anybody who's like, I hear what you're saying, but practically, like, make this make sense. You know, it feels overwhelming. It feels like there's so much information. This person is on Instagram. That person's on TikTok. There's this live video happening on that platform. And it's like, I'm trying to follow along, but ultimately I just feel overwhelmed. And and we really have to simplify this because otherwise it's going to have the opposite effect that we want. You don't want to create more stress around nourishing yourself. Um, and so people have been saying to me, well, where's the cookbook? Where's the this? Where's the that? Because there's so much of what I do that is like, I'm just using what I got, right? Like that, I'm just channeling the ancestors. I'm using what's in this house. What we got in that refrigerator? Let me just throw that in here. Throw this in the pot. <laughs> but these are some things that I, I make sure that I have the ingredients for in my home because it nourishes me. Um, and then if when if I'm nourished, then the possibilities are endless of who else come on as a result of that so um so yeah yeah, i'm excited to have this and who knows what will come next this is just like i just had to get it out like i had to just put i had to put these things together and get it out so that people can have some access to very simple things that can help nourish them mind and body so good Mm -hmm. i'm gonna make sure to include the link to this cookbook because y'all need to jump on it Mm -hmm. uh you see that she mentioned love being the main ingredient in it. That's what makes it good. That's what makes it look even better. That's what I know. I'm excited. So uh, <laughs> we're going to wrap it up here. Thank you for being with us today. Um, is there anything else you would like to share with us before we end this here? Um, no, I just, I want to, as I share and I connect with people, um, in different places out, outside of my home, a Baltimore. <laughs> um, <laughs> that food is such a connector. And I just, I'm always reminded of how powerful um, food is as a connector. Um, and so I'm feeling like a little energy building, like let's, let's build a community around this. I'm feeling yeah. this. If that sounds like something that you might be into, um, because really what I, as a, as a therapist, I'm all about like, let's do more group stuff, right? So I'm all about group therapy. Um, and so I'm feeling moved to like, 
do a group or a series or something around this connection between like our food and our mood um, because we we all need it. So um, if that sounds like something you might be into, can't jump in there with me. Like, <laughs> oh, you know what? You yes. know about that? Like, let's go. Come on. Yeah. Yes. Around food, I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk. Yes. We'll talk for sure. We'll figure something out because I know my people are into that. Mm-hmm. I know that you have a host of people that are into that. And mm-hmm. I, let's go. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. We'll figure it out. Um, thank you, Jari, for being here today. It was an absolute pleasure chatting with you today. Um, if you would like to um, let people know where they can find you, how they can contact you. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm on Instagram as Jari underscore LCSWC. So that's J-A-R-E-E underscore L-C, licensed clinical SW, social worker, and the C is certified. So that's what all of the letters mean for those who are not about that life. <laughs> um, my <laughs> website for my practice is therapywithjuree.com. Um, My practice is also on Facebook, Afia Counseling and Wellness Services. Um, And those are the main ways that you can stay connected with me. Um, And links to all of those things are in the bio on Facebook and Instagram. Um, For the ebook, for getting on my mailing list, for joining this beautiful tribe energy that's building, um, all of those ways you can stay connected with me. Yes, I love it. Thank you for being here today. Everyone, please check her out. Please hit her up. My name is Zara Charm. I'm a hypnotist. This is The Shift with Zara Charm. And you all have a great day. Bye. Thank you.